Welcome to Dream Girl Dream. Dream Girl Dream is a podcast designed to encourage women to go for the things they dream about in life. Each week, I'll share tips and steps that move you into action. I'm Bernetta, your host, and I'm passionate about motivating women into action to live life on your terms and make your dreams come true. Each week, you'll hear talks that are designed to move you into action and one step or multiple steps closer to the life you desire. So dream, girl, dream. You can learn more about me at dreamgirldream.com or bernettastyle.com. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another season of Dream Girl Dream. I'm excited to be back, and I'm excited to um, introduce you to my guest for today, Ms. Lauren Gay. Let me tell you a little bit about her. Lauren Gay is the creator of Misadventures of an Outdoorsy Diva blog, host, producer of the award-winning adventure of a lifestyle, Adventure is a Lifestyle podcast, published photographer, speaker, consultant, on-air TV travel expert and an adventure coach. She is a travel writer and a social media influencer who is passionate about inspiring and empowering Black women to step out of their comfort zones for new experiences in travel and adventure and embracing nature as therapy. Now, Lauren is also an empty nest mom and dedicated longtime advocate for Rachel racial diversity and inclusion in outdoor recreation and adventure travel and a founding member of the Black Travel Alliance. Now, Lauren, get ready, y'all, because she has been featured in the 2020 through 2022 USA Today Reader's Choice for the top 10 adventure travel expert on ABC News, National, National Syndicate, Huffington Post Travel, Condit Naste, I might be pronouncing that wrong, <laughs> um, Outdoor Families Online, BBC Earth, Tampa Bay Parenting, Daytime TV, um, Great Day Live, Tampa Bay TV Show, National Ge- Geographic, and Morning Bland TV. And I'm sure we'll, we will be adding to that list very soon. Um, so welcome, Lauren Gay. Welcome. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good, Fernanda. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Um, So, you know, Dream Girl Dream is a podcast that uh, we motivate women and inspire them to take action. I love to talk to women, in my opinion, who are living their dream, you know, no matter what that is, and just motivating women and moms to let you know, to let them know that having a child doesn't hold you back. You know, you don't have to wait till your kid gets 18 or, you know, to follow your dreams um, that you could start today. So I think you are one of those women. So are you ready? I am. I'm ready. <laughs> um, one question. I was reading your bio and a little bit more about you. I did want to know when you were growing up, what did you want to be? And is your life any resemblance to that right now? That is hilarious. Uh, no. Uh, when I was growing up, I used to always say that I wanted to be, don't laugh. I wanted to be an accountant. Okay. I don't know why. (laughs) Did you go towards that path like in college and everything? My freshman year of college. So I did in high school. I did all the advanced accounting, this and that. Um, I thought I was going to get my MBA slash CPA in five years at Florida A&M. Took my first accounting classes. Killed it. Did amazing. Mm -hmm. Got A's. You know, it came easy to me, but I was bored. Mm-hmm. I was bored. It was boring to me. So when it was time to go to like the next more advanced classes, I went to my profession. I was like, you know what? I'm changing my major. Um, I had taken a computer class at FAMU. I've always worked in and around computers. Um, 
because our school was a a learning magnet school in the hood, but we had like the top of the line computer Mm -hmm. equipment. So it came easy to me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I think I'm going to pursue something in computers. I don't know what, but I know accounting is boring and (laughs) I cannot do this for the rest of my life. So that's funny. I hadn't thought about that in a long time. (laughs) So you work with computers now, fast forward to today, you work, you still work in the computer area, right? I do. I do. My degree is in management information systems. Um, and I actually have worked in this industry, uh, since I graduated, except for the year, um, the year of unplanned time yeah. off, but yeah, yeah. I Panorama have. has some people say. So that is like a stark difference. Like, cause when you think of people working in the computer field, you think of them sitting in the cubicle or sitting, you know, in this office building and you are the outdoorsy diva, you know? So how do, how do you, ba- not necessarily balance, but how does that work? Like you have your computer job, but then you're like, oh my God, I'm out here. Like, you know, traveling the world. I've always been that way right I've always done both so like I was always I was a nerd and nerdy and loved to read and doing computer competitions like quintessential nerd but I was a cheerleader and I was outgoing and I was on the step team and you know on the I I've always kind of just had this duality maybe it's the Pisces on me, you got the two fish going in different directions. So I have that creative side of my brain. It's always been there. I've always done something creative. Mm-hmm. I've, I've danced and I've painted. And so that I've, I used to write poetry even and do oratory things. So that creative side of me has always been there. And I think it just kind of lends itself to that well. And having the technical background, helps me be able to do a lot of what I need to do for my brand on my own without paying other people to do it, at least starting out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I know I'm literally a walking oxymoron because, but, but the longer I've been in that world of the cubicle world, the longer I was longing to get out of it. You sound like me, like my first job (laughs) out of college corporate job was at IBM and my hours from like 3 to 11 p.m. in a cubicle. And I remember, you know, you out of college, you're 21, 22. And I was looking around and I said, is this what, is this what I went to college for? To like sit in here for eight hours? I was like, no, something has to give because like, this is not like. So I get what you're saying. I wanted to ask you a question. I read something in your um, about me and it stood out. It says that you write specifically for your content is specifically for black women right and I'm like okay I didn't know that I've been following you but I didn't know like that was like your avatar and I'm like I love that but what made you like say you know I'm doing this to motivate black women um I mean so even like you talk about us not waiting for our kids to leave us before we start living right mm-hmm. I learned that the hard way my son was 13 Mm-hmm. And my uncle was like, he's he was a Kappa. Let him come to Kappa Camp in Dallas, which is my mm-hmm. my hometown. That's where I'm from. So mm-hmm. I was born. Most of my family's there. Mm-hmm. My mom was there at the time. And I was like, let my baby do what now? You know, I had not, he hadn't been away from me for mm-hmm. any length of time. And they were talking about three weeks. And I was like, eh. and he was like, let him come. He'll have a good time. He needs to be exposed to different things. Okay. So I let him go. Mm-hmm melted down in the Mm. airport 
I mean, you? literally, <laughs> yes. He's walking down the jetway. Bye, mom. And I'm like, boohoo crying. I'm like watching him. It was like TV, like hand on the glass, watching the plane pull away. <laughs> I, from I, can, I can imagine. And I sat there. I literally sat on the floor, Bernetta, and cried. This older lady, I'll never forget, she came, put her arm around me. She said, was that your only one? I said, yes, ma'am. And she said, oh, you poor thing. You know, so she was comforting me. I was in the bed for two days after that. I did not know Lauren. And so I had my son young. I've Mm -hmm. been a parent as long as I've been an adult. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't know me outside of Jalen's mama. Mm -hmm. That's what I've been, Jalen's mama, Mm -hmm. you know? And it was a wake up call because it was like, well, he's 13. He'll be 18 in five years. He'll be graduating from school. Like, girl, you need a life. Right. right. (laughs) For me. And so it was kind of through all of that Mm -hmm. and trying to find what I like and trying Mm -hmm. to find things for myself. And, and, And I did realize, and I've always known this about myself. I feel better when I'm outside. Mm-hmm. I do. It has, it has always been, especially near water. That's my rejuvenating kind of spiritual avenue is water and being outside. That's calming. When I started looking to find, like, oh, maybe there's some other black women mm-hmm. who do these things or go to these places. I didn't see any. Mm-hmm. I didn't see people who look like us. I didn't, you know, my son was into it too. I didn't see black people camping. I didn't see black people mm-hmm. kayaking. All of that. Mm -hmm. So it was the shortage of me looking for my own people and support with like interest. And I didn't see it. And I was like, okay, well, I'll just start sharing what I'm doing. And, you know, maybe other people will want to try it too. And that's exactly what happened. Um, Other people started to gravitate toward it. And so, and, and I felt like just as a black woman, we do have some unique, pressures that are compounded you know being a woman as it is is enough and and a mother and you're in corporate America it compounds and you're black and you're the youngest person usually in your room it's a lot and so because it was so good for me mentally I wanted other black women particularly to identify with that and see me doing these things and be willing to try them and step out of their comfort zone because I just feel like for too long, you know, there were so many people who even five years ago, my same friends who would have been like, oh, I'll never take a trip by myself. I would never try this. I'll never do that. Now they do. You know, what kind of um, messages do you get? Because like you've been doing this for a while now, like I said, you're on the TV shows, you, you know, working on campaigns. So your podcast, you're very visible. So what kind of messages do you get in your inbox now from women, you know, with just anything like, you know, oh my God, Lauren, you know, I wish I, you know, just tell me. (laughs) And, And I love them. I get a lot of the, I wish I could. You know, mm-hmm. I wish I could be brave like you. I wish I could try this like you. And I wish, and I love those because then I get a chance to really talk to them and I ask them, well, what's stopping you from doing it? Mm-hmm. You know, like, what's your barrier? That's where the desire to do the coaching mm-hmm. came in. Cause there's so many women who want to design a different life for themselves. And we don't know how. And even though I say my target audience is for black women, it touches all women mm-hmm. and, and men too. Honestly, yeah. I mean, I'm surprised 
at my demographics of who who reads and interacts with my stuff and I welcome all of it you know mm-hmm. if you benefit from it and you resonate with it cool just know that I'm gonna always talk about things that are inherently unique to the black experience and if you cool with that come on you know one thing I like about your site um, is that you do highlight a lot of Black things. Um, living in Tampa, I've been here, what, this August will be six years, and I still feel like a tourist in my own city, which is a great thing, because that means it's never boring, um, and a tourist in my own state. And one thing about your site is that you put, like, you know, 11 things to go see in Tampa that are Black, or uh, things in Florida, you know, that are Black things, the Black experience, the Black restaurant. So I was like, I really like like that because me and my husband do try to support. So um, that is like a, a great resource. I wanted to ask you another question about, um, let me put my glasses on here. <laughs> um, your podcast. Now you are going from Outdoorsy Diva to Adventure is a Lifestyle. Why the shift? So Adventure is a Lifestyle has always been my mantra from day one, from the beginning. That's that's a conscious decision I made of how I wanted to live my life. Um, that every day is, and it doesn't, adventure does not have to be some death defying thing, right? Sometimes an adventure is going to the movies by myself or it's going to dinner, you know, by myself. So it's always been my mantra. And so with the podcast, I just wanted it to be a little broader. I wanted it to appeal to a little wider audience. I feel like when people hear it was the Outdoorsy Diva podcast, they kind of assume it's just for women or, you know, they assume it's something else. And so I just kind of want it to be a little clearer about the message because the podcast is really to highlight the adventures you know that I'm having and adventures other people are having, profile other adventurous people who are living that lifestyle. Um, and so that was kind of part of the why I went that direction with the rebrand. I like the, I like the mindset that you said that, um, People might think it's just an extension like the Outdoorsy Diva blog and now it's the podcast, but it's something totally different and it can stand on its own. So I like that, the mindset behind the name change. The question that I wanted to ask you and I I forgot, but I found what I was looking for. What is the moment (laughs) that started to shift for you in this influencer realm? Um, I know that, like you say, you have your career in the computer realm, but you've been doing influencer now for a while, building it up. Um, But we are, like I said, we see you everywhere. Um, so when was the moment for you where you like, oh my God, yes, I'm doing it. You know, like this is it. You know, I am the outdoorsy diva. <laughs> like, when was that moment for you? Do you can you recall? You know what? I don't think it's happened. And I know that sounds crazy as many opportunities as I've had, even being on TV. I, I will say. I've been somewhere and been recognized. Mm -hmm. And I think that was when I was really like, I was literally in a theme park Mm -hmm. and somebody went, hey, you're outdoors with Diva. And I was like, oh, what? (laughs) (laughs) And I went, okay. Uh, (laughs) But I'm still really almost in shock and in awe of what God has done, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm still surprised that every invite, every opportunity I get to do and go anywhere, I'm like a kid all over again. I'd be like, how did they find 
me. And my friends are looking at me like, really? <laughs> but I'm, and so, and I, the, the podcast, I kicked off the first episode with Bear Grylls, mm-hmm. which is like a huge deal. Like he's, he's a huge personality and his people reached out to me. That and was my was next like, question. Did you reach out to him or they reached out to you? See, that's amazing. Not only did they reached out and followed up because I missed the first email. Wow. And I was like, God, what you doing? And I was just like, okay. he's working. That's what he's doing. He's always working. <laughs> and that's what, and so I, I have posted a few kind of me season. It's kind of, it made me feel like it's just been a, a, a domino effect of blessings and really positive things happening. Even the TV show. I, I had some some illness in December. I had surgery. I've been down January and February. But for the producer to be like, hey, when are you coming back? You know, because they could have very easily moved yeah. on yeah. and found someone else. And they didn't. Like, they wanted me back. And so I kind of had to, I'm, I'm working on it with my therapist. Like, embrace it. Be present in these moments. And, and, and. I do deserve the good things and embrace that, but I I still, I don't think I've still hit the moment where I feel like I've really like made it. Now I'm not going to lie, being a founder of the Black Travel Alliance Mm -hmm. and they put our headshots, our picture and our info and stuff in Oprah's newsletter. I I said, well, that that means (laughs) Oprah has seen my face and she know my name. Absolutely. That's a big deal. That is a so big deal. It could be like I was in the Oprah. What is the Oprah? The Oprah magazine. The Oprah magazine. Yeah. yeah. I was like, well, I was in the old newsletter. She knows who yeah. I am. Yeah. It's coming. I'm like, I'm one step closer. <laughs> so how do you full, full circle moment from when you dropped your son off at the airport that day, you know, and that shift. How do you think like what you've been doing since then with traveling and um, experiencing outdoors and just, you know, living has impacted your relationship with your son? Oh, it made us closer in the beginning for sure, because I was a mom blogger. I mean, in the beginning, Mm -hmm. it was all adventures I was going on with my son. Uh, We were doing things together. So it bonded us in a different way Mm -hmm. um, because we were out because I, you know, we learning together. I didn't know anything about pitching a tent and camping and starting a fire. And so we've, we've learned these things together. Um, We single mom early on, I didn't really have money to like travel travel but we did what we could mm-hmm. in the state and so as my career progressed I had more disposable income we could plan and go and do more things and this blog has definitely allowed me to do things and have experiences with him that I you know may not have been able to have so yeah he became my little adventure buddy my travel buddy he used to push me a little bit to get out of my comfort zone because he was so fearless when he was mm-hmm. younger mm-hmm. you know he was Mr. Sure I'll jump off of that and I'm looking at him like you're out of your mind and then he kind of he kind of you know talk trash to me and I'd be like fine I'll do it so mm-hmm. we pushed each other so it helped us and so even now that he's 22 now that was my um, next question. How old is he now? Like okay. 22 now. He came back like a boomerang during COVID from college. Mm-hmm. He hasn't gone back. Um, he's here and working. Okay. But so we don't do the same as, as often, I would say. But every now and then I'll be like, you got plans today? He'd be like, no. Like, you want to go kayaking? He'd be like, 
okay. You know, and sometimes he tells me no. Mm-hmm. You know, I do a, most of my travel now is solo travel, mm-hmm. um, which I'm a huge proponent of for all women to do at least once in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's going to Mexico with me um, at the end of the month. That's a pretty big trip, work mm-hmm. trip that we're doing for um, for the brand and the blog. He'll be my plus one. And he like jumped at the chance. <laughs> so he like loves his passport, honey. He ready to go. He hasn't been out the country in five years and he's mm-hmm. like chomping at the bit like, to go somewhere. So. That's cool. it, 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 is, it is giving us another layer and another way to bond um, and just kind of navigate because it's different. Even when we travel, it's a little different dynamic, you know, how you deal with your kids. But we get along pretty good. So that leads me to ask you, what has been your favorite two things, your favorite travel destination? And I know you've been everywhere, but something that sticks out and then your favorite brand experience. Ooh, 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 those are good. Okay, okay. It's so hard. Okay, favorite destination. Um, it is still the Azores Islands. And I think, I mean, it is gorgeous. Not only is it gorgeous, for people that don't know, it's an archipelago of islands in the middle of the Atlantic. You're basically halfway between Portugal and Boston. Mm-hmm. Um So it's like Hawaii, but in the Atlantic, because Mm -hmm. they have the dramatic landscapes and volcanic activity, black sand beaches, waterfalls, hot springs, but smaller, but it's got a European vibe because they're a Portuguese uh, territory. So, but that trip, it was beautiful, but that was my rebirth, right? That I had already been blogging, but that was when I had to like make some tough life choices. I I was ending a relationship, uh, basically ending our our blended family. Um, And it was tough, but it was a reawakening and like a rebirth for me because I came back a totally different woman. And I did something I hadn't done before. It was my first trip out the country Mm -hmm. alone. And it was a true God moment. Like I heard from God on that trip. And that's kind of when the, the, the vision for where Outdoorsy Diva was going to go next outside of the mom stuff, that's where that really started was on that trip. So that place is still special to me and my favorite for that reason. And it is absolutely gorgeous. I mean, at a time of my life, um, brand experiences, oof, <clears throat> I have had, I've been blessed. I've had some amazing destinations and does some amazing things and don't y'all don't get mad at me any of the brands that happen to listen I, I don't I'm not playing favorite we love all of you well was it what's your most memorable brand experience though? yeah I know there's so many Renetta okay I would say I'm gonna pick two I'm gonna pick two okay. but I'll to pick the experiences from the experience I'm gonna say this one's crazy NASCAR so the the Eminem was a sponsor for Cal Bush a couple of years ago, and they wanted to do something different. And they set up a glamping camp mm. within the infield of the race of the track. Wow, had never been done before. It's totally new concept. I'm like the glamping queen, <laughs> so they found me. Flew me and my best friend out to the race in uh, Kentucky where the Quaker um, 4000 and they had this awesome glamping tent situation. Just that trip from beginning to end, it was a different 
Mm-hmm. It was eye-opening. I didn't know anything about NASCAR, but to see it was actually black people, to see black racers, black people in the pit crew. Mm-hmm. Like I was just like, what? We in this thing too? Like, who knew? And I and I had crazy access. Like to this day, people who are race fans are like, you don't understand that the level of access they gave you, normal people do not get. I sat in the pit box with Cal Bush's wife and watch the race mm. that's, that's like the equivalent of you sitting in a in a skybox with the nfl with the owner's wife at a wow. nfl game it's wow. it's the same level of access importance mm. in access so to have that level of access to meet cal uh to meet you know north turner the owner and, and talk to these people and rub elbows and eat all the m&ms we wanted <laughs> and um just it was just um, an amazing experience for it so ex- as far as experiences go it was so different i got to ride around the track in a test in a in the um the, the pace car mm. so to go you know almost 200 miles an hour <laughs> You know, that's an experience I I will never forget that experience. But the second one, I would say I went to Mammoth Lakes, California last summer Mm -hmm. and I did my first helicopter ride. And we are over the Sierra Mountains in California. The door was off because I'm crazy. He asked the pilot was like, you want the door on or off? And I was like, that's an option off. I mean, you know who you're talking to. (laughs) So that beauty though those are scenes i'm not a mountain climber right and, and i never will be i will never i have no desire to summit mm-hmm. a mountain <laughs> but i saw mountain tops and mountain peaks at eye level that's an experience a lot of human beings will never have and i had that to see nature at that level of beauty i mean i was teary eyed i was literally so moved after that at God's work and the beauty and these untouched remote places that people are not. And to get that opportunity to see that and photograph it and video it and share it with other people, I was just like, oh, this is like, that's it for me. You know what I mean? That's one thing I say about nature all the time. Cause I mean, I haven't been all the places you have been by far, but just when I'm out, I'm always amazed at God's work. And that's why whenever I'm out, I'm like, how can you not say there's, there's no God because God is everywhere out there, you know, and people want to stay in the house and they want to watch TV. Get out. I was just saying that on my Insta stories, like last week, like you could watch TV at night before you go to bed. You can, you know, you can relax anytime, but get out, walk around, see the beauty in your city and the beauty in your country, because beauty is everywhere. And especially where we live in Florida. I mean, we have so many options and it amazes and you and I, neither one of us are from here. Yeah. But to have so many people who are natives see my stuff and be like, where are you? I didn't even know this existed. And I'm like, it's an hour away from you. What do you mean? (laughs) It's not the river walk. (laughs) Yeah. Tampa is so beautiful. Like I just love, I love living here, actually. It took me a while, you know, because I ain't know people and stuff, but I love living. I can finally use the word L-O-V-E. Um, I have one more question for you and then one game, and then I'll let you go. Um, last question. So what big dream are you still moving towards? Ooh, 
man, the universe is really testing me, right? Because I've, I've been all about that manifestation. You were a big part of that when you were doing your manifestation journal and sharing about that. And I kind of got that from you. So thank you, friend. Hey, um, that's one of my purpose. Motivate <laughs> and inspire people to move to action. <laughs> so that big dream for me, I, I want to, I will host a travel show. I will host a travel show, my own travel show, um, that I'll be able to influence people like to change their lives on an even bigger platform like that for me. And it is slowly becoming more, I guess, tangible for me to really see it. And I, cause I kind of, you know, I'm, I'm, I turned 41 this year and I was just like, well, I'm already a past 40. Maybe it's too late for that and whatever. And then I was like, no. No, it's not. And, and these past couple of weeks even are showing me that it's not. And um, the universe is doing its thing. So, yeah, that is my ultimate dream that I, I, I can't wait to realize. Yeah, um, I've been there, too, where you think in your age, you know, might stop you or hinder you. But I've realized if you God wakes you up, that's another day. You know, you have another opportunity for any of your dreams to come true. One thing like that lady who played the grandmother or the oldest lady in the Black Panther, like the she was 90 some, always wanted to be an actress. Think about her when you ever think I can't make my dreams come true. And then she get in one of the top grossing movies, you know. So yeah, you could do it. Um that, that's a good one. That's a good one. Not only that, and she's memorable. Yes. Like we remember her character. Yes. So she can do it, we can do it as long as we hear. Um, okay, so I want to play a word association game to close it out. I'm going to say five things, and you tell me the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. Okay. Um, freedom. Joy. Love. Children. Dream. Travel. My next word was travel. <laughs> For you, <laughs> um, water. Mm, okay, and then finally, peace. Nature. And that concludes our interview with Lauren from Outdoorsy Diva. Do you have any last words? You know, if anybody is listening to this and you know just wants to travel, haven't tried, or just to inspire. Um, anyone to do something that they haven't stepped out of the box to. And then you can tell them also where to find you. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I would just say, you know, live, honestly, like it's an action word and it is meant for you to be doing something. So step out of your comfort zone, just try it. I mean, the best thing that could happen is you love it, you Mm -hmm. know, And, and the worst thing that could happen is you don't and you never do it again. So, you know, just try it. Lauren London's latest interview, her quote about going with the flow of the river and not fighting the rocks, like that really spoke to me. So just go with the flow um, and, and do it, live. It's, it's, it's worth it, but that's what we're here for. Um, as far as uh, you can find me at Outdoorsy Diva on uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, all that fun stuff. Uh, the podcast is Adventure is a Lifestyle podcast uh, with Outdoorsy Diva. And the blog is outdoorsydiva.com. All right. Well, thank you again, Lauren. And if you're out there, guys, remember to dream, girl. Dream. You hear me? All right. <laughs>